You're listening to the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Thank you, Kansas City. We did it, baby. What up, Chiefs fans? Welcome into another edition of the Kingdom Rewind. I'm your host, Sean Dixon, and alongside me, as always, is my good friend, Chad Goforth. Chad, how's it going, bud? Oh, it's going great. Everything's peachy in the old Tennessee land of peaches. Actually, that's Georgia. That's so, Georgia. That's not. <laughs> hey, it, it rhymes with peaches. Peaches rhymes with peaches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, sure. <laughs> how's so things, Chad's been drinking. Yeah, how's things, how's things going with you and your family? All good? How's Sue doing? How's Jim? My parents, they're doing great. Shout out to my parents. I don't yeah. think they listen. They should. Do, do your parents listen to the podcast? Uh, yes. Hi, Mom. Hi, Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I baited that whole thing in just so I could say hi, Nancy. (laughs) A little creepy because, like, you do sound like one of those telemarketer girls, 1 800 numbers late at night. Hello, my name is Sean Nixon. I can be whatever you want me to be. (laughs) Don't don't knock my side hustle. You know, I got four kids. I'll I'll feed them however I choose to. (laughs) Perfect. No judgment here. (laughs) <laughs> Good job, 2020. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Sunday we had another uh, another exciting Chiefs game. What would you think of it? Uh, before we go into the Chiefs game, I think it's time. Ooh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think it is time for... Random factoids from the moment. December 2nd birthdays goes to Aaron Rodgers, Lucy Liu, my girl Jana Kramer, Zeb Goforth. He is my nephew and one of the coolest kids I know. What would make him cooler is if he had a mullet himself. Last but not least goes to Britney Spears. I don't know how many times when I was younger looking at pictures of her and oops, I did it again. Hashtag free Britney. The person who died on December 2nd is drug lord Pablo Escobar. In 93 was shot by Colombian police a day after his 44th birthday. He could have been my dad. Bad timing, since his birthday party was scheduled for the very next day. Hopefully he paid for the insurance to get his money back, because since there was no party. Events on this day, 2014, Bill Cosby resigns from the Board of Trustees of American University. 1926, Alfred Hitchcock gets married in London. In 1886, Teddy Roosevelt gets married to his second wife in London, and reports say he could have waited 40 more years, he could have had a joint wedding with Hitchcock to save on costs. And in 64, Ringo Starr's tonsils were removed. That was another random factoids from the mullet! Back to you, Sean. Well, th- well thank you, Chad. That was uh, that was great. I don't know why we need to know about uh, Ringo Starr's, you know, tonsils or, <laughs> or whatever it was. But uh, <laughs> well, you do know who Ringo Starr it. is, right? It's one of the four Beatles, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say good. the drummer of the Beatles. Right? You know what? This is a history show, so that was all history. It was, you know, stuff. None of that I knew, so I, I feel educated. Uh, why, you know, it's, why, it's, uh, why don't you go ahead and give them some, like, NFL history of the day? Not, bring it back in. Bring it back in now. <laughs> 
back to normal. Uh, <laughs> this, day, this day in NFL history in 1984, uh, Dan Marino set the NFL touchdown passing record with 37 touchdowns, which, side note, that's crazy that that was the record when you've seen what, you know, Brady, Manning, and Mahomes have done uh, in the 50s, but 37 was the record. Um, in 1985, head coach Mike Ditka and Buddy Ryan almost came to blows at halftime in a, in a game where it was actually the only loss for the Chicago Bears that year. They went on to win the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. And in 1951, Green Bay Packer Don Hudson had his number 14 jersey retired. This is an interesting fact because it was the first retired jersey in the NFL. So that is this day in NFL history. Probably not as interesting as the fact that <laughs> the bullet. But... <laughs> Hey, Lisa kind of grounded us a little bit, getting back to our topic. Yes, like you were saying before, um, I think we won Sunday against Tom Brady. Wasn't the prettiest win because sometimes, like, the problem I have with the win, I I love this win. Anytime we can get a win, last week I was kind of down because we didn't blow out the Raiders, but we came out with a win. This win I'm okay with, but the only problem I have is I feel like either one Andy Reid is pumping the brakes when we got that big enough lead. Or, you know, like it was 17 to 0 in the first quarter. So I don't know if Andy Reid started pumping the brakes or if Tampa Bay's defense started figuring us out. Well, you know, my, my thing about that is is that that obviously, you know, and we're gonna get into this into the spoiler alert, we're gonna get into this later in the show. But Tyreek Hill had a big big day and <laughs> and they could they couldn't figure out Tyreek Hill early. And so what they started doing was playing back. To me, I felt like even though Travis Kelsey had eight catches for 82 yards, he should have had a bigger day after the beginning of the game because that middle was wide open. Because they were so worried about Tyreek Hill going deep on him, like he'd already done two times in the first quarter, that you would think that play would be right there in the middle. Either, either Kelsey or out in the flat to Edwards Alaire or Bell. But and I, I pinpoint those kind of things as why we weren't able to just put the foot, you know, put their foot on their throats and, and run away with it. Yeah, I was going to say about the Kelsey, he was targeted eight times and he caught the ball eight times. So, I mean, like, I don't know what happened there because usually what happens when they start sending Hill, um, Robertson down, you know, the safeties and everyone starts playing back, usually Kelsey has a bigger game, like you said, but this game wasn't. He didn't break 100 yards, which I was a little upset with. I'll have to call him later and say, hey, what do you got? What do you, what do you need from me to get you 100 yards? That's what I'm going to ask the guy. He'd probably just hang up on me, but whatever. It happens. No, no, but, no. I think, I think you guys are boys. Yeah, homeboys. He used to, he used <laughs> to date my wife's cousin. You know that. So, <laughs> catching Kelsey. Yeah, I did know that. That's, that's, that is, a, see, you know, if, if, you know, we have a schedule of things we have to talk about, but, but some episode we're going to have that story because that is a good story. Yeah. <laughs> no, one thing. Like, no, you're right. He, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was moving on from Kelsey because I got to move along from my, my boss, my manager, Sean Dixon. But uh, <laughs> no, I was going to shout out Dirty Dan. Even though I still can't stand the guy, he actually had a great game. <clears throat> Excuse me. He had seven total tackles, four solo. He even used his head skills and headed the ball to Matthew and for Matthew's interception, which I don't get what Matthew did because he was running the ball back so great. The only person he had to beat was Tom Brady. Like, come on, put your head down, put your shoulders down. You saw, like, oh, 
uh, maybe he was afraid that since, you know, Matthew's on defense and if you touch Tom Brady, the ref will throw a flag. So maybe he's like, oh, there's 12. I got to lay down. But I'm not. the pick. Take the flag. I don't care what you have to do. We already <laughs> have the ball. <laughs> no. But did you see that Tom Brady and Chris Jones got into it again this game? I, yeah, they've got they've got a little bit of a rivalry there. Yeah, because like last time we played them, Chris Jones and him got into it, and the announcer, you know, reporters were talking to Chris Jones, saying, "Hey, what did you get into with Tom Brady?" And Chris Jones was like, "I was just trying to get in his head the whole game because to me, Tom Brady is the goat, and I wanted to try to try to I couldn't hit the guy all game because I was getting blocked too good. I want to try to get in his head, see if I could just mess him with him there. This game is trying to do the same thing. They had some words said and. Chris Jones, you failed me. You had zero tackles. You only hit the quarterback twice. And I don't know if that came before the trash talk or after, but I was hoping after that beef that you were going to light Tom Brady up. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a couple couple games now where we have Chris Jones has been more or less a no-show. And obviously, once again, I would never say that to his face. <laughs> but but you know, it, it is we have to we have to take notice that that there's something going on with this defensive line. You know, guys that we expected to be that were huge in the in the playoff run and the Super Bowl run. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, these guys these guys haven't really been there this year. Um, you know, we're, the defense has relied on plays from guys like Matthew and Sorensen and, and guys in the secondary, Breland. Uh, so. With the you know and, and and you gotta think with the way they're playing now, the secondary, if if we could have a little bit of that pass rush that we've seen, you know, all last year, this defense would be a top five defense. But now they're, you know, letting teams stay in games, giving up big plays, and it's it's because there's they're not getting any pressure to the quarterback. Yeah, I agree with you. Um like but I'm gonna move along to to our main topic, Tyreek Hill. I mean he had 13 receptions, 269 yards, three touchdowns. His longest one was 75 yards. I mean, he was targeted 15 times. He caught the ball 13, like I said. And this game right here put him over 1,000 yards in, you know, receiving yards. So, I mean, like, I honestly feel like before we get into our topic of Tyreek Hill and then all the catches, another spoiler, we're going to break down our top five you know, Tyreek Hill catches. But before we get in that, Sean, I have something for you. Like last week, I got in in trouble, but someone talked to me and said that my name game of the comparison game was the stupidest name ever, and you came up with this idea. So here it is. ESPN2 came up with this idea. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to stop the show! (laughs) I like it. All right, Sean. Don't interrupt the they all interrupt the host. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just stretching. <laughs> all right, I got a question for you. <laughs> I'm gonna let you compose yourself. Um, I got eight questions. You're just gonna have to try to answer them to your best of ability. And I'm gonna try to do my best to read my own handwriting. Are you ready? Good luck. Well, thank you. All right. Yes, sir. Number one, <laughs> true or false? Every time Tyreek Hill throws up the peace sign, he gets fined by the NFL $10,527. Well, I can't stop my sound machine, so I'm not going to push that button again. <laughs> 
actually, Sean, he does get fined every time he throws up that peace hand. Every time? Every time he put up that finger, he gets fined. I don't know if it's always 10000 whatever, so I'll give you um, 50% so far. Half point? Half point. <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I don't want to get much into that, but every time you throw up a peace hand, it's like him giving, you know, like a quarter to the NFL. How much he makes, I'm like, no, here you go. All right, question number two. What high school did Hill attend? Um... This is sad. He's, 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 I know he went to OSU. Okay, hey, um, hang on. Don't bring up college. It's high school. If you don't... <laughs> I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Take a flat-out guess. I have no idea. I don't even know where he was really born. Uh, Jinx, Oklahoma. No, he was actually, I believe, born. I actually did not write it down, but I believe he was born in um, Georgia. And he actually went to Coffee High School, where they said, hell no to water fountains and hello to coffee stations. Number three, what what college did Hill go to? Uh, he went to two. He went to Oklahoma State. <laughs> what are you buzzing me? Okay, <laughs> oh, go did on. he go to three? Did he, go, he, went to, he went to JUCO, I think, first. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't remember the JUCO. I know he went to Oklahoma State, and I know he went to uh, West Alabama. Yeah, he went to um, Garden City. Is the No, Garden, Garden City. City. Garden City Community <laughs> College. Is that in Kansas? Because I didn't know that. You know Garden City is in Kansas? Well, I figured Garden City was somewhere else, too. There's Nashville, Kansas. I think it's Whatever. It doesn't matter. No. Moving on. Number four. <laughs> Did Hill crush the NFL Combine? He didn't go to the NFL Combine. Oh, my gosh. You did it. I thought I was going to snuff you for sure on that one. <laughs> Pro Day, Alabama. Hmm. Got it. Number five. What does Hill and Gail Sailor have in common? Sailors? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh... You just want me to tell you the answer because you are struggling. Yeah. Yes, they both returned a kickoff, had a rushing touchdown, and a catch, a touchdown in a single game. Yep. All right. Shout Is out it? to the Kansas Comet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you actually know the guy. Cool. <laughs> it's good. It's a very running back. He just died not so long ago. Oh, that's sad a, story. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. <laughs> Number six, what is Hill's... You've seen... Time out, time out. You've seen the movie Brian song, right? Yeah! <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, I haven't seen it, no. So, Gail says Brian Piccolo. Sorry, sorry, time in. <laughs> All right, my personal favorite, what is Hill's Zodiac sign? Uh, Aries. I am sorry. It is Pisces. <laughs> All right. Um, Even if I knew when his birthday was, I wouldn't know what his sign was. <laughs> you know what, Sean? This is, I found out it's so much easier to stump you when I ask 
<laughs> a thing you have to think about, not just two names, you know, Tom Brady, yeah. Pat Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got two more questions for you. Hill once stole Damian Williams' thunder. How did he do it? He caught him on an 84-yard uh, uh, touchdown run Damian Williams was making against the Minnesota Vikings. He uh, caught up to him and uh, was able to put his hand on his back and actually push him forward into the end zone. <laughs> that is correct. He actually got well, Damian Williams later accused him of making a fool of him on national television. <laughs> it is 100% true. I mean, they actually clocked Tyreek Hill at 22.6 miles per hour. And instead of talking about the Williams run, that was a great run, all that NFL was talking about was, you know, just the cheetah catching up to Williams. <laughs> so on number eight, Hill once beat Hussein Bolt in a foot race. Who do you think, or who does Hill think he could not beat? Let me give you. I, I let me give you a hint. He played tonight. Okay. Let me give you another hint. Lamar. Yes. Yeah. He played. He played. Is it Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Hundred percent. He actually he didn't play tonight. Oh, I didn't know. He's on the. He, he's got. COVID. Uh, I wasn't allowed <laughs> to watch the game. But you know what? From this game, I just found out that it, it is easy to stump the Sean. And now he's holding up a trophy because he thought he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> those were those were questionable questions. Yeah, I don't even know if they're all true. Or <laughs> I just made that crap up. I'll that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a that was a good game. I had fun. <laughs> I just hope everyone else. I don't like losing though. So so. Well, maybe yeah. next year. All, all five right. of us. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I just said maybe next week I'll make them really super easy like a, a two-year-old can answer. That's what the people want. Actually, people, if they're listening, they're going to like, hmm, that was the easiest question ever. This Sean guy doesn't just sound like you know a call girl. He's just not that bright. <laughs> make fun of my game. Well, I can go somewhere with that, I guess, but I think we're going to try to keep it at least – PG thirteen. <laughs> 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 like you mentioned earlier, before the before the game, uh, our topic is our top five uh, Tyree kill catches and uh, uh, of his of his career. He he was a rookie in two thousand sixteen, and uh, um, you know, uh, yeah, he's had he's had several great moments. You know, not even you know if you look at just Sunday, like what he did Sunday, like you know it was great, but we've seen it. So, you know, I mean, we know we know what kind of plays he can do, what kind of what kind of uh, you know catches he can make. The guy's got great speed, great hands. He's amazing. So we're gonna go ahead and kick it off with our top five. And Chad, why don't you go ahead with your number five? Oh, my number five. All right. So sorry, I had to switch some papers around and everything else. But no, mine. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, I, I don't get that often, but when I do, I'll have to say that. Per- I have to say thank you to that person. Individually, when they say, "Hey, you're fine, you're good," I'm like, "Thank you, that's awesome." So, um, my f- number five is on October 13, 2019, Hills insane 46 yard touchdown catch in a double coverage, Chiefs versus the Texans. 
it was third and 21. I mean, there's where you, you look at third and 21, like crap. You're thinking screenplay, old Chiefs still. I know I say this every week, but with Patrick Mahomes, we have a chance. And in this play, Patrick Mahomes draws three of the four defensive linemen offsides. The fourth one was jumping too, but he was actually jumping with the, you know, the football. But he draws three of them offsides. And by this time, when they start jumping back, they hike the ball, you know, so he knows it's a free play. And I like the play that I saw, he was running a different route. But when he saw him jump off sides, he started going to more of a, um, what do you call it, a post route going towards, you know, the middle of the field. And he jumps between two defenders because Mahomes don't care. It's free play. So he knows it's a free play. He throws it up, hoping for a pass interference, hoping for a catch. But Hill jumps up between two defenders, catches the ball on the three-yard line, and pretty much is like, oh, crap, how do I get in this end zone? Starts going for one guy's on his back. Another guy kind of comes and helps him in the end zone. It was a great play. I liked it. But I didn't like the fact that we ended up losing the game 31-24. to But it was still a great catch, and that's my number five. Do you have anything to say about my number five, or do I, you want to go with your number five? It's up to you, Sean. Uh, it was a great catch, and I, I agree with everything you said. It does suck that they, that they lost. Uh, I remember that game. Uh, it was one of, the, one of those games where we had a huge lead, and we let them hang around, and then they end up beating us. So disappointing there, but, but Tyreek Hill did his thing. Uh, my number five is from his rookie year. Uh, the Chiefs were playing the, the Broncos. And we had to actually come back in this game a little bit. We were we were down eight points, and Alex Smith is you know marching the field, marching down the field. Um, Tyreek Hill actually caught a fourth and ten pass, which is probably probably just as good as this one that I'm going to talk about. But he had caught a fourth and ten, and it's first and goal with 12 seconds left. He catches a three yard pass. The funny thing about this pass was he doesn't catch it at first. He bobbles it when the receiver when the defender makes contact with him. He's bobbling it. Then the defender falls past him. He catches it, and then goes and then goes and then rolls into the end zone. So if he had caught it at first and the defender caught him, it'd be down at the goal line, and they'd have to hurry up and try to get a playoff in twelve seconds. But but because he bobbled it and kind of rolled into the end zone, that he didn't the the contact doesn't count until he made the full catch. So. Uh, it was kind of they had to review the play. We ended up getting a two point diversion afterwards, taking it to overtime, and then we ended up winning overtime. So it was a, a, a several things in that game were amazing. That was also the Doink game where where Cairo Santos hits it off the upright, hits the other upright, and goes in. So, so it was just a, a crazy game. But uh, but Tyreek Hill had uh, uh, was was a big part of that. Oh yeah, I, I do remember watching that game too, and just that play. I was thinking like. Okay, he does get touched, but he doesn't have control of the ball. So I was wondering how that you know the officials, the refs, whatever, were gonna you know handle that play. But honestly, the guy from New York got on or got on the TV. He's like, "This is the reason why it is a touchdown because he didn't have full control of the ball. And when he had the control of the ball, he was up on his feet and you know going in, or rolling into the end zone, or whatever. So I mean, it it was a great play. I like it. So are you ready for my number four? Born ready. Ah, yay. So my number four is um, November 5th, 2017. It's KC versus Dallas. Excuse me. We have two seconds left in the second quarter. 
you know, Dallas has a lead 14 to three. You know, this is an, uh, an Alex Smith, you know, Hail Mary special. I don't really, if you know, if you can call Alex Smith the Hail Mary specialist, but um, anyways, sorry, my jokes are bad. Jokes are dry. <laughs> but Dallas is on the goal line, you know, all the way back up, you know, defending their, you know, like their mother's cherry pie. Alex Smith gets a snap. He doesn't go for the end zone. He just throws a nice, simple 20 yards to wide open hill with three blockers in front of him. It's just the cheetah <laughs> hiding. <laughs> Sorry. Just the cheetah hiding behind the Great Wall of China. <laughs> you got to stop laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm caught off by the cheetah sound. <laughs> the only cheetah sound I had. No, I mean, it's just Hill just hiding behind the you know Great Wall of China. Just three blockers, nothing fancy. And he doesn't just take off running. He literally kind of hides behind you know the blockers, starts going to the left. Then he puts on his speed, the cheetah speed, goes in, breaks three or four tackles because you know three guys can't block all of the defenders of Dallas. And gets into the end zone, starts eating their mother's cherry pie. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> but yeah. unfortunately, yeah, I remember, I remember we, we yeah. lost the game 28 to 17. And so that's what breaks yeah. my heart. But just the fact that, you know, he caught, it was supposed to be a Hail Mary. Dallas knew it was going to be a Hail Mary. And, <clears throat> you know, he'll just ran a smart, they, it was a great play call, too. And he just was patient and just mm-hmm. ran and uh, like gave us hope for that game. But unfortunately, we did lost that game. Go ahead, Sean. Well, that's that's kind of what that's the thing with with that type of thing. You said it was a great play design. The the marriage between Tyree Kill and Andy Reid. This is even before Patrick Mahomes came along. Has has been perfect because Andy Reid knows how to use his speed. It's not just. So just streaking down the field and bombs left and right. That's not all he does. They do a lot of different play designs, end arounds, uh, shovel passes, all this different stuff uh, to Tyreek Hill to utilize that speed in different ways. And that was a perfect example. Like you know, they all expected a hail mary. Tyreek Hill dumps it to Tyreek Hill where when there's nobody on him because he's underneath only for about twenty yards, and then he's able to outrun everybody. That's that's, you know, nobody saw that coming. We didn't see it coming watching it. The only guy that thought that was probably going to work was Andy Reid. And and that's that's where that's where, you know, you know, the, the, that's why he drafted him. And that's why, you know, and, and that's why you see all these great play designs with Tyreek. Um my my number four was uh Mahomes' first touchdown pass. Uh it was just a simple slant. He does Mahomes Mahomes sells it good. He does a great play action. And then just slings it, and you don't even—I mean, just a slide of hand with it. But still, it's just a slant pass that should have just got a first down. But Tyree Kill is able to take it in stride without skipping a beat. And by the time he's got the ball, the safety already has a bad angle, and he didn't even didn't even realize Tyree had the ball at the time before he's got to redirect his path and head and chase him down, basically. And you're not going to chase him down, and that's how it ends up being a touchdown. He can he can take the simplest plays. And just take him to the house because he's got this second second level speed that nobody else has. And we saw we saw it on display last Sunday, and and we've seen it with with Pat's first touchdown. And and that's why that's why Tyreek Hill, in my opinion, is you know the best best receiver. Just 
just the way he utilizes utilizes his speed in his hands, and he can you know make make simple routes into into touchdowns. Oh yeah, I'll say I I like that play too. Um, and I was just sitting there thinking because you know just a simple slant route that killed the Chiefs so many times playing Tom Brady because Tom Brady and Edelman was just great at that slant route. So like when Absolutely. when um, Hill became a Chief, came got drafted, you know you know 2016 in the fifth round he um i like when i saw his speed i honestly thought he was just going to be like an element just a slant 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 and i, and I was okay with that just because that speed was great i mean we had um dexter mccluster that was really super fast but the problem with dexter mccluster we couldn't use him because every time he would get touched like with a pinky he was on the ground hill is stout like he is like I think I read somewhere where he's trying to get to zero percent body fat, or something. I think he's at one percent body fat. Like this guy's a beast, and right. like so now that we're you know not just using him as a slant and just making him, you know, I, I don't think you can overthrow Hill. I mean, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I've seen it done, but I think he's got held or something else. But honestly, I just, Alex Smith couldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like because sometimes I just want them just to throw the ball up and just see if he can go catch it. Like this, right. this right down the line. But I guess you know running routes is a part of it. But Hill is stout. But I'm going to go move on to my number three, and it is the 75 yard touchdown on September 7th, 2017. It's Kansas City versus New New England. New England, <clears throat> excuse me. New England is winning 17 to 14. We're in the third. Smith puts all his mind after a windup and throws the baby into Hill's hands that are made of silky or, or sticky silk with no one around them. Oh, there goes my headphones. But no one, oh, no one around him. And just him, the baby, just jogging the, into the end zone, gives up the peace sign, you know, and just there's no one around him. We end up destroying them 42 to 27. It was just the fact of his speed on this play alone was the reason why this play was available. Well, and, and you know, you, you actually, you actually, in, in all that, you make a very good point. Like a lot of his plays just look so smooth. Like that play was smooth. And, and you know, like like the first play you talked about with the, where he had to jump, pa- jump pass and catch it over two defenders and then jump in, that's just a tough play to make. But some of them are just so easy because he makes them look so easy that it looks like he he didn't even have to try to do it. And that was one of those one of those plays where it looks like he's not even trying out there, and he just and uh, and he has so many of those. I honestly, um, uh, before we go, like my point is, if sometimes like I see him do one handed catches, I see him do all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, the movie The Replacements, I believe, where they they spray that you know, stuff on that guy's hand, like, oh, whatever, you know, so that's what I feel like, you know, they do the Tyree Kill sometimes, like, they just spray some stickums, but then it's like, when you watch the replays, it's just like, so smooth, and it's like, the ball just sticks to his glove, brings it in every time, some things I don't like about, sometimes he jumps to catch the ball, like, I've been noticing the last few times, he's been, I'm like, why did you jump, you didn't have to jump there, and so I don't know if he thinks that, I if he doesn't realize he's faster than the defender, that he's already beat the defender, he doesn't have to jump. He's not going to get hit. So if he catches it on the run, it's going to be a touchdown each time. But 
other than that, you go ahead with your number three. Yeah, I mean, no, spot on, spot on on that. He does, he does do that quite a bit. It's, it's a little weird. Maybe he's just bored and he thinks that he needs to make the catch harder. Uh, <laughs> but my, my number three is actually another easy one. He was, he was covered, but it was just a fourteen yard touchdown. He makes them every game. No big deal. What was great about it was the celebration. It was against the Cardinals. He catches the touchdown. It was Patrick Mahomes' franchise record. His his first year as a starter. And uh, that was his franchise record touchdown pass. And Tyreek Hill jumps into the stands and takes the camera guy, the camera guy's camera, and it's, I think it's the CBS camera, and and starts uh, starts filming the the end zone. And uh, the great thing about it was, since it since it was an excessive celebration as a penalty, he was able to film the referee throwing a flag on himself. <laughs> So, so, and he, you could, and he was able, you were able to catch that on TV, filmed by Tyree Hill. So, it's uh, probably the only guy to ever film his own touchdown celebration. But I, I loved it. <laughs> you mean? Do you mean film his own flop penalty, or because he didn't really? Yeah, he didn't, yeah, he yeah. didn't film his touchdown celebration. He just filmed the, you know, the ref throwing that flag, and I'm like. That it was probably one of the greatest. He should, have got, he should have got a cell phone and did a selfie <laughs> while he was filming. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> great because, like you know, that one was funny. Because like when I saw that, I was like, "Come on!" I mean, a flag. Come, can't people just have fun? You can't touch the, you know, the exactly. Bill Goley more. You can't use props, you know. But it's like, come on, this is fun. It was it was a great play. I like that one. The the no fun league. The, yeah. the NFL yeah. stands for yeah. no fun. <laughs> No fun, yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us your uh, number. Are we on number two? Is that right? Yeah, number two. And my mind is just blown. Did you just come up with that? The No Fun League? NFL? No Fun League? No, I didn't come up with that. Oh, my that God. Was not me. That was not me. But, but if you want to believe it, you can't. Cool. Like when you said whatever, I was like, my mind, like, crap, NFL. No Fun League. I'm a genius. Mind blown. All right, now my number two comes from October 17th, 2019. 57-yard pass from my cousin, Matt Moore. I don't know if he's really my cousin, but my grandpa's last name is Moore. So um, I'm going to call him my cousin, Matt Moore, to to Hill. To Hill. Maybe he could be your dad. (laughs) No, no, he couldn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I just can't realized. Use that joke. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can't. Sorry. No, I just realized I've been laughing at every single mind. You know, all my lists. I cannot say these with a straight face, and I don't know why. But whatever. So Matt Moore. <laughs> the know, alcohol. It could be. I don't know. <laughs> but Matt Moore um, to Hill against the Broncos, and this is Moore was in because. Mahomes did the quarterback sneak and hurt his knee. Um, so, like, of course, I'm sitting there. I don't know. Probably every Chiefs fan were like, crap, there goes our season. Like, I honestly thought that we were not going to win. But, you know, it, this happened in the third quarter. We had the lead 20-6. to six, And, uh, you know, Hill starts on the left. It starts to be a, a slant route. And he's running. And it's kind of like um, – you know, I don't want to give away my number one, but it's kind of like a play I've seen before where it's like, I don't know, he, he's running through just a slant route, but he sees 
an opening where he can cut behind the defender and the safety's not paying attention to him. And he cuts up, and at the same time, Moore sees what he's doing, and he holds the ball a little bit longer. He steps up in the pocket and throws it, and Moore gets hit while he's throwing. He's pressured. I don't know if he gets on the ground, but he gets hit smacked pretty hard when he throws it. But it just throws it right to Hill's hands on, on stride. Um, a donkey tries to tackle him by his shoelace. He doesn't get it, and Tyreek Hill looks at the you know the free safety, this gives up the the peace fingers, and he's like, you know, does this, you know, this is I think this is actually the first time he got fined that ten thousand five hundred and twenty seven dollars. And other than that, I don't know how much the fines are after that, but every time he throws them up, it's great because you know he gets fined, he doesn't care, but he throws it up just right into the free safety's hand or you know face, you know, and it's like we end up winning that game thirty to six. And you know what the best thing about it is? Every time he gets fined, I don't know if you've been noticing it, he's not throwing up those peace hands anymore. He's throwing up his whole hands because he has special gloves made where it looks like he's doing the peace. Like, yeah. So like, yeah. it's like the greatest <laughs> thing ever. But when he got fined this from this play alone, guess, you know, he had the perfect Twitter response. You know what that was? Just the peace. This is the peace emoji. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my number two. I mean, 57 yards from Moore to Hill, and you got the deuces up. Yeah, I, I, I loved it too. Not just, I mean, it wasn't so much about the play, but it was kind of this, this sense of relief now because you're like, like you said, we thought the season was over. And then you thought, you see, oh, well, Matt Moore can use Tyreek Hill too. Yeah. <laughs> and we can win games with Matt Moore. And and he 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 wins that game, uh, you know he he comes and wins that game. We we lose a close one to the Green Bay Packers, and then we end up beating Minnesota before before Pat comes back. So Matt Moore stepped in great. Uh, Tyree Gill was obviously a great help to him. He had a huge catch in that Minnesota game that I mentioned. Um, so it was it, it worked out really good. Um, my number two is uh, in 2018, uh, Mahomes first. Mahomes' first year as a starter, we they played the Ravens, and they were down, and it looked like they were out, and it was a fourth and nine, and we had to have some miracle if, uh, if we were ever going to pull it off. And that's exactly what happened. Mahomes rolled out to the right. He's getting rushed. It looks like he's going to get hit. He doesn't even really have time to, like, square up and throw it. He just chucks up a prayer, and, and Tyreek Hill's able to track it, come back to it, catch it, and as he catches it, he's running. He's limping because he's basically running on one leg because he was banged up the whole game. And he runs out of bounds. It sets up the go-ahead uh, tying touchdown to take it to overtime, and we win in overtime. It was uh, – I loved it personally because I was at the game. It was – you know, I didn't want to waste my money on a game where we lost. So, <laughs> so I was glad that he caught it. <laughs> but, but it was, it was just – to me – amazing and and that's when we realized that you know you know we give pat mahomes a lot of credit and and because you know he's amazing and and he's the greatest quarterback we've ever had and he's the greatest quarterback in the nfl but tyreek hill helps him a lot with that because that pass had no business being caught (laughs) and tyreek hill just tracks it gets in between two defenders and catches it on his own single-handedly if he didn't have a bum leg he would have ran that thing into the end zone himself and i you know it was it it, that's why it's my number two it's 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 one of the it's without that play obviously they don't win that game 
And, you know, the Ravens were real good that year. So that was pivotal. Piv- <laughs> I didn't say that very well. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like me. That you sound like <laughs> I mean, me. That was that was really big. <laughs> That's, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you, what do you what do you if you have anything to add to yeah. that, or do you want to just jump into your number one? No, I was gonna say I, I'm not gonna add much to it because you didn't invite me to that game. Usually we go to games together, so I'm a little butthurt about that. But no, you're you are 100 right about you know we give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes, and sometimes he's throwing these balls that are like are not perfect spiral. There's like I'm surprised. I don't, you know, you said last week that, you know, he would be good. You know, Patrick Mahomes would be good with um, the Bears. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know if that's 100% true. I think Patrick Mahomes is good because you have, you know, Hill, you have Kelsey, you have Sammy Watkins, you know, you have this whole, you know, I mean, you have my home dog, the sausage, you know, you have everyone just helping him out. And the other people that I didn't say, you have them too. But, I did, sometimes the balls are not perfect spirals, and I'm like, and that goes to my my number one. The throw was not a perfect spiral. He just put up a, a you know a prayer, and he knew it was going to work. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into my number one. Um, I probably one of the best moments of I don't know me watching this game. It was during the Super Bowl. You know we we're playing. Um, the 49ers, and we, you know, we throw up the Wasp. I don't know if you ever heard of that play, Sean, but it's my number one because, okay, because it changed the momentum of that game. We were down, you know, um, a 44-yard bomb, and it was it was just awesome. I mean, I think it was um, third and 15. The previous play was um, we we threw it to Hill. He caught it, but they challenged it. Uh, Mahomes was trying to, you know, hurry everyone up on the line and get another snap. They got challenged, got brought back. Mahomes goes to the sideline and says, hey, do we have time to run the Wasp? He wasn't asking, like, time clockwise. He was wondering if he can hold the ball for four seconds to give Hill enough time to cut back and launch the ball. And he actually held it for three-something. He held it a little bit less than four seconds where he just threw the ball before even Hill made his first – cut to the right and he's supposed to cut back to the left. So he was just like, I know Tyreek Hill's going to be here. I'm just going to throw it in that location and hopefully gets it. Tyreek Hill tracks it down and catches it. That's great. You should look it up. Well, uh, I, I have looked it up and I've, I, I've watched it several times. And in fact, it is also my number one. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a Tyreek Hill sound. I like it. It's it's good. Yes, uh, the wasp is my number one as well. Uh, I don't know. There's not much you can say about it. It's just it's it's the reason we were able to win the Super Bowl. Um, we have some audio here from that play. Eleven on third down conversions against the San Francisco defense that was tied for second. Only New England was better this year in the NFL. They back off. Seven guys drop back into his deep zone here for the 49ers. Four-man rush, but those four are enough. Here they come. Mahomes stepping up. He's throwing long downfield for Tyreek Hill. Got it at the 20-yard line. And then spun down there, the first giant chunk of the game on third down and 15. And Mahomes guns it for 44 yards. 
That was, my yeah. <laughs> that was Mitch Holtis with the call uh, uh, on the you know on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, that was the wasp, and you know it's it's weird because you were talking about how you know whether he had time for that. Well, he had to, he had to have a twelve step drop back. Like you see, you see a three step drop, five step drop, and a seven step drop. You don't ever see twelve, <laughs> and and you know with the history of our offensive line, it's amazing that he was able to get that the that twelve steps in. But he dropped back as far as he could just to give Tyree Kill enough time to put. He goes inside, puts a double move on him, comes back out where he's wide open. He's got this whole pocket of green around him, and and Pat off of his back foot just chucks it as hard as he can, and it's a catch. It's the same thing as I just talked about with the fourth and nine uh, against Baltimore. Pat Mahomes has so much confidence in Tyreek Hill that he's just going to chuck it up, and and really you had no other option. It was either it was either get that third and fifteen or lose the Super Bowl, and uh, and so they 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 did it. Eric Bieniemy uh, had had the call, Ty, or, and Pat asked him if they had time to run it, and I don't think Bieniemy's going to tell him no. So, well, <laughs> so. a video I watch about that, it, you know, it, it's all about that play. I wish I had like where you, I could say it on here and just uh, tell you to go watch it because it's awesome, you know, video. But he goes up to him and you know, to um, whoever you just said, or I just threw a brain fart out there. Bien-Ami. Yeah, he went up to him and said, "Hey, do we have time to run the wasp? Because you want to run the wasp?" And he goes, "It might be first and 10. And Mahomes said, I don't care if it's first and 10 or, you know, third and 15. This next play, let's just run the loss. It's going to work. And he goes, okay, well, we could do that. And the fact is, we actually ran the loss before. And I didn't know this, you know, but it was against New England. But they all lined up on the right side and did the same thing. And Mahomes only had to drop back, like you said, you know, like seven yards because he wasn't getting pressured. In the Super Bowl, you know, the 49ers defense was just – rushing and pressuring and you know he didn't have much time to you know hold on to the ball that's the reason why he dropped back 12 yards and he kept dropping back just to try to get that extra time you know he could have just stood there and just took the sack but he just kept running back but you know the with Mahomes and Hill they're just so majestical and it's just like you know I don't how they work together it's just I don't know really magical you know and it's I, I I can't say anything about it. It's just one of those things where they just work so good together, so good. Yeah, I think I think majestical is an interesting but good word for it. Uh, they, I don't even know if that's they, how you even say that word, but whatever. For 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 this show, it was it was good enough. You know, I couldn't even say pivot pivotable. I still can't say it. <laughs> Shit! Oh, holy crap! <laughs> Well, we've gone off the rails. Uh, <laughs> yeah, moving on. So, yeah, good number one. And, I, you know, we both picked this. I'm surprised that we didn't have more of the same, but there's so many good catches from them. And I had a couple. I, actually, I was going to ask you if you had any ones that you never liked, but. Um, I do have one. Uh, I have, And, and it, it's it's. It's not anybody's fault. It's it's a great play, and if it was in any other circumstance, it'd be one of the. It probably would have been in my top five, but in the first game against New England with Pat Mahomes, uh, you know they're 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 down. It's it's uh, I don't remember what the score. The score ended up being forty three to forty. Patriots win, but 
to get to 40, we had like three minutes and something to get there. And Pat decides to use 13 seconds. <laughs> and and more, more or less Tyreek, because the play I don't think was intended to ever score. But Tyreek kept one of those silly little in slant, whatever it was, play. And he's able to turn the corner on it when the defensive back should have been there. And he just outruns him. And we score in 13 seconds. There's like a brief moment of, oh, my God, we're amazing. And then we had that same kind of moment that the Raiders had a couple years weeks ago where we're like, oh, no, we gave Tom way too much time. And he was able to march down. Uh, you know, uh, it was a tie ball game. And he uh, they marched down, kicked the game when he field goal and lose it. So if, if I had to – I love the play. I wish it would have happened with a lot less time on the clock. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying because I do remember that one as well. And it was like people were wondering, did um, Bill Belichick say, hey, let them score. Let them go ahead and score so we get the ball yeah. back. And so, But that's a yeah. different topic. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move along. Denver week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got the, we got the, we got the Broncos. Broncos. Uh, Coming up, and uh, I wish we would have had them this past week because they didn't even have a quarterback. <laughs> so that would that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been nice, but I mean, I, I don't want to be too cocky. I don't want to say we got it because it's a right. rival game. But I just kind of looked over some numbers of all time meetings. You know, Chiefs are winning sixty six to fifty five. Um, the largest victory that the Broncos had against the Chiefs was 38-3. to Do you know the largest victory Chiefs had against the Broncos? This is not snuff to Sean. You just say no. I don't care. No, no I don't know that. Not <laughs> it, was, my head, no. it was 59-7. to Oh, wow. And that was in 63. Oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah. like, that was, you know, early on. Awesome yeah. yeah. 59-7. It's like that's yeah, a beatdown. It is, and that's what I'm hoping for for this Sunday. And that's why I brought this <laughs> up, you know, because I want them. You know, we didn't get the, um, I don't know, the bloodbath from the Raiders. You know, where, how I wanted, you know, a blowout right. game. Same I here. I want a blowout game against Denver. Yeah. So no, I, I I do too. I think I think you need to because when you when you play bad teams, you want to beat them bad because. Then, then they can't take anything away from that. Like when you beat a, a bad team close, you're like, oh well, you won, but it took you. It, like, like, like uh, currently, as we're recording, the Pittsburgh Steelers just beat the Ravens, who were depleted by COVID. Half their team was off. No Lamar Jackson. They ended up playing their third string uh, eventually in the game, and they still barely beat the Ravens. So you could take that and say, hey, Pittsburgh's beatable. Because they played poorly against a bad team, even though they won, you don't want to be on that on the other side of that. You don't want to be the team that that barely beats a Carolina Panthers like we did a few weeks ago. Yeah. And you want to you want to be the team that goes out and be like, oh well, you know they played the Jets and the Jets didn't do crap against them because it's a bad team versus a good team. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm hoping I have some favorite memories if we have time for it. Like, you know, I love the fact that John Elway was crying in the, you know, Arrowhead Stadium. I wish it was a home game, but I think it's going to be a mile high. But I don't know if you've seen videos of John Elway crying to the ref saying, hey, the crowd is too loud. And then the ref comes in and says, hey, um, guys, you got to quad down. Are you guys, Kansas City's going to be charged with a timeout? It's the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> the, refs, the ref did that. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. And then one of my other favorite memories I have against Denver Broncos is Tyreek Hill's 86-yard touchdown. You know, it was off of, it was right after Justin Houston got a safety. I think Justin Houston had like four or five sacks that game or something. And it was one of those deals where, like, we get we get two points in the, in the first quarter, and then they punt it to Hill. I don't know if he should have punted to Hill because he just ran all the way back, you know. And right. that's one of my other favorite ones. And then I have a great one. Um, we went up there on a bus ride to watch Arrowhead or to Arrowhead to watch Kansas City play Denver, and. We got set in the nosebleed section. I don't know if you ever sat the very top section, but me and my buddy, my other buddy, not you. This is back in high school. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't even know you. You aren't allowed to have other buddies. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> but no, me and my buddy, that this is back in I can't remember what year, December. It was snowing. There's two seats in the nosebleed section we're sitting on. And we end up working our way down to the second level, got down to where the Broncos go in and out. And this is probably one of my favorite memories because Chiefs came back and won this game. And on the way out, someone yelled, hey, Ed, um, McCaffrey. He turned and looked, and someone just poured a beer right on top of his helmet. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. I wouldn't have done it because I'm sitting there looking at this guy. You know, you, you look small and filled, but his arms are bigger than my head. Well, those yeah, are he's a tall dude, yeah. yeah. Those are a few <laughs> memories. Do you have any memories, Sean? Yeah, I have a few. Um, so, uh, you know, there's the, the Dontari Poe uh, touchdown pass game. Yeah! Where, where they, you know, he, he they hand it off to him. He runs like he's going to run it in. And, like, somehow he's able to stop his 346-pound body in his tracks <laughs> and jump. <laughs> and throw it to Demetrius Harris in the back of the end zone. And that's and, how he got his name, the Flubber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a lot of Flubber in that play. Uh, but the thing I, I I really love about it, and this is kind of the 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 jerk in me, is that it's it's a minute fifty five left in the game. Like like we've already passed a two minute warning. It's I, it's like third down, so you, you can't really take a knee at this point. But you know you could. You could you could take a knee and then kick the field goal and just say good sportsmanship. We have a 17 point lead against the Broncos and they let their defensive tackle throw a touchdown pass. Like where is that Andy Reid when we need to put teams away? <laughs> and uh, you know so I uh, you know I, but I loved it. I I'm I'm a little bit like that. I like I like never letting up. I don't care if it looks like you're a bad sport. You need to win the game. Make sure you win the game. And, uh, and that's what they did with Dontari Poe. Um, my other memory was the uh, Peyton Manning four-pick game. He sets this record for, I think, I think most, t- most passing yards for a career. Like, but that was the only highlight of that game. He ends up throwing picks, throwing four picks. He gets pulled for Brock Osweiler, who later throws a pick, and we just blow the Broncos out. It was it was the um, I don't I I think it was the first time the Chiefs beat the Broncos in the Andy Reid era. It's the first, it's the only time they beat them when Peyton Manning was the quarterback, and uh, and because the 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 time before that was when Jamal Charles fumbled and and lost the game uh, yeah. for us, and that's when that was a heartbreaker. But but we got him back with by picking off Peyton Manning four times. 
And then my final one is my favorite Chiefs game of all time, minus the Super Bowl, uh, is the uh, (laughs) Monday night Montana Magic game where Montana marches down the field uh, with under two minutes left, hits Willie Davis with, I think, eight eight seconds left in the game uh, in the the front corner of the end zone. uh, And all John Elway can do is watch as, as somebody's finally doing it to him like we saw every every single time we played John Elway. So um, that's, uh, those are, those are my favorite memories. Nice. Those are all good. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were good. Yeah. You you talked about going to a game. I've never actually been to a Chiefs Bronco game. You know, honestly, when I went there and as a kid and I got down to the second level, there was a Chief Bronco or no, it was a Broncos fan yelling for the Broncos. Come on, Broncos, come on. <laughs> and it was the most annoying thing. But the Chiefs fan t- finally told him, hey, shut up. But he said some other words in there. And I'm like, and so the guy kind of looks around and all these Chiefs fans are just staring, huddling over him. And he kind of, he knew his place. But it's actually really fun to go because I, any kind of games that go rival games yeah. are great. The only ones I don't like to go to are Charger games. I don't know why. Because it's not as important as the others. The Raider games, there's that little bit of a, am I going to get stabbed? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been to several Raider games, and, and and no matter what the outcome, we always run to our car. <laughs> yeah, no matter what. So, no matter what. So I, I honestly feel like it's going to be a blowout, Sean. Like, I'm going to go ahead and put out these ridiculous numbers. You know, I like it's it. 63, like I said, that's why I brought up this. You know, Chiefs won fifty nine to seven. <clears throat> That's not good enough for Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to win sixty to six. That's that's crazy. I would love that. That would be that would be uh, some some definite uh, Sports Center material if they were to score sixty points. Uh, I I hope that's the case. I don't think it'll be that high. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're looking maybe twenty eight to ten, uh, maybe. Uh, I think uh, I, I just I, th- I think we'll get we'll get to twenty eight early and then probably let off the gas. It just seems like that's their mo. But I think the defense is going to step up. They're gonna they're going to you know we've been calling them out the last couple weeks, and we haven't seen much from Chris Jones, uh, Frank Clark. You know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out of them a sack apiece. Chris Jones, Frank Clark get each get a sack. Uh, I think I think Drew Locke will will be under distress. You gotta you gotta understand they 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 missed last week, so they're they're not as it's not like they had a bye week. They missed it, so they're not as prepared. They're going to be a little rusty, I think. Uh, to me, I'm not really impressed with Drew Locke in the first place. Um, I think I think the Chiefs kind of have his number, and I think I think it'll be a big victory. It won't be sixty to six big, but it'll be a big victory. No, honestly, like. I was more thinking 38 to 14, but I'm hoping for 60 to 6. Um, Drew Locke, you know, Missouri boy, he's going to help out his favorite team. It's the Kansas City Chief. He always rooted for him, you know. So I honestly think he's going to actually throw a couple picks on purpose. He's, so, he's our spot on the inside. You know, <laughs> no, I, I hope so. I, uh, you know, it, it. hopefully it's not a good game. Hopefully it's an ugly game and we can – we can, you know, do other stuff in the fourth quarter because it's it was over a long time ago. But uh, that's that's our show for today. You know, we broke down Tyreek Hill, went through went through his top five. We did our our, our Bronco memories and 
and had a few laughs, mispronounced a few words, and a lot of words. And, uh, Lords, yeah. This, me too. I think I think you're rubbing off on me. I think that's. Uh, uh, I do apologize not- for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that that'll do it for the Kingdom Rewind. Uh, for Chad Goforth, I am Sean Dixon, and uh, tune in next week for whatever we come up with then. <laughs> Thanks, Bye. Chiefs <laughs> To the Chiefs' kingdom, you guys are world champions once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Go Chiefs!